To not for nothing, did you miss us? We're back, Chris and Chris. How you doing, guy? I'm good. I'm excited. I'm happy to uh, be back with you. Boy, when we don't do a show, do the people mm. come out and bitch at us? Which is nice. It's a good feeling, but mm. you know. Well, I'm glad you bear the brunt of all that. Then I do. It's all the. It's all the. Uh, it's all the emails. <laughs> People just firing off emails. Hey, man. Who emails anymore? People email. Uh, people email. I also uh, have lost control of the um, our Not For Nothing Instagram, so that might just be... We just might not have Instagram anymore. Why um, do you mean you lost control? Well, they, I don't know. Like, I logged out. You hacked? I got logged out, and I don't know how to log back in. <laughs> it was this whole thing. They were like, what's your age? And I was like, ugh. I got to put this in. I was like, nope. And they were like, oh, you might not be... Uh, eight years old or whatever the limit is. So <laughs> you don't get an account anymore. And I was like, all right, well, I, I can live with that. The 13 people subscribed to our not for nothing uh, Instagram. Yep. Just going to be heartbroken. All right, uh, let's just move to TikTok then. I mean, we should. <laughs> we should. We should be more active on Twitter. I don't know how to use Twitter though, which is I a can't, problem. I, I just can't do it. I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. I, I, I just, I, I can't do it. I'm not doing it. I think we have I'm not to giving d- into these neo-fascist propaganda things, Chris. I agree. I'm fine with it. We're gonna yeah, have just because everyone else is doing. Doesn't we should mean just we have, have to like do Signal, yeah. Just, just buy drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that's our incredible. that's our whole thing. We're like we're on Signal, yeah. uh, and we're and we're interested in your cocaine. So only hit us up <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> It's great. It's good. Uh, all right. So, speaking of cocaine, not necessarily, but kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. I uh, I've been listening to this podcast. I probably told you about it a million times. It's a it's a ringer podcast. Don't hate me, but it's uh, sixty songs that explain the nineties uh, by this great uh, music journalist named Rob Harvilla. Um, it's it's wonderful. It's just basically he takes a song from like he's choosing all these songs from the nineties. And he he runs through a little bit of his own personal history to lead into the song itself or the band, then the song itself. Then he interviews someone about that song, and then they play that song. It's usually like an hour, hour twenty minutes. Oh, it's great! Okay. It's a wonderful recipe, and it's not it's not genre specific. Like he yep. like like Billy Ray Cyrus next to Bone Thugs, and yep. they're all entertaining in their own right. Like he does not he does not play favorites. It's and it's and he's just kind of compelling and like funny and it, he's from our era so like you can really like vibe like a lot of the stuff he hears on like alternative radio in the 90s or like mm-hmm. mtv or whatever and he's not he's he's not above really anybody except for the artists that bill simmons makes him do you could tell he's just not into it and then later episodes he'll kind of shit on those bands like he's like <laughs> bill simmons made him do like counting crows and this oh, weird stone temple pilot songs and he like he doesn't have anything like he's you could just tell his heart's not in it um Wait, this is a Ringer podcast? It's a Ringer podcast, yeah. Wow. But, yeah, I know. It's on Spotify only. Um, of course it is. But the interviews, are, I mean, the interviews, are, depending on who's being interviewed, uh, can be great. Other times they're sort of sure. just not that interesting. But this guy is just really compelling in the way he talks, and he's kind of a nerd. But I don't know. There's, I, I really enjoy listening to this podcast. And they did 60 episodes. 
because it was Ooh. 60 songs that explained the 90s. Oh. And then they just, and then it was when it was over, I was sad. And then he's like, we're actually doing 30 more. So mm. it's going to be 90 songs that explain the 90s, but they're on like, anyway. That makes I, more sense. I digress. 90 we, for 90s. We are 90s we, in the 90s. Right. Right. We, the last, the latest episode was, uh, uh Ben. We'll also just move to the 2000s, won't they, too? Like at some point? Maybe? I don't think so. I don't think this guy's like, like, I don't think that's his, maybe someone else will. Right. But the, right. but like, or the 80s? Go back to the 80s. It has nothing to do really, like, the ringer, the only thing is like once in a while Simmons gets involved, like he'll interview him and like they have to do that bullshit. Yes. And then there's one producer who is like a, who's like a trained musician, music theorist. And he'll sometimes come in and like, hmm. his name's Isaac, he'll co- Isaac Lee. He'll come in and explain like the theory behind some songs. Like, but okay. like, but it's kind of interesting because like he'll do like, this is why this live recording demo recording versus the actual recording of Hey Jealousy is different and like it's it's yeah so they do that so anyway it's worth it's i i find i I, i've recommended this podcast to a million billion other people some people get it some people don't what's the name of it it's called 60 songs that explain the 90s oh okay and i just you could just jump in anywhere just pick and choose i think i started with bone thugs and kind of went through like loonies and all the hip-hop and then was like finally like i'm down to like shania twain and stuff Mm-hmm. And and they were and they're those are like sometimes the better episodes. Like it's 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 weird, but yeah, because it it's Shania Twain. Well, just then there's all this weird history and sure and, and how mm, the there song it is. is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So so the last one was Ben Caught Stealing by Jane's Addiction. Mm. This is all roundabout way to get to what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Uh, and at one point he mentions it sort of in passing that they won like a MTV Music Award, and. Uh, basically, it's Dave Navarro and Casey, the woman who's like the inspiration, and I think she maybe directed the video or something. And he's like, they're just on every drug in the world. And I was like, oh, he's like, so it's worthwhile watch, like going back and looking for it. Plus, Billy Idol is the person that that is the, like the does the nominees, whatever that guy's name is. Um, uh, so Billy, and he's like, and Billy Idol is just a, a, like a moment in time. So I went back and watched it. And Billy Idol in 1991 was like the shit. Like I kind of forgot. Like he was mm-hmm. like the shit. Now mm-hmm. I've been on a little bit of a Billy Idol like re- I've been reminiscing a lot about it so it's weird that this came up again. Like I heard Eyes Without a Face the other day on the mm-hmm. radio and then I and then I played the video for myself which has the greatest mo- maybe singular moment in in video history which is where the hand claps are actually girls slapping their own butts. Oh. simultaneously which is hilarious <laughs> it just happens at like right. the two and a half minute mark just out of nowhere like the video is just visually insane and the song is so good he sings really well and like i've always like i've like i've liked billy idol like i love generation x like i've always like had a soft spot in my heart for him mm-hmm. uh and then i of course went down the uh, had to watch cradle of love mm-hmm. which is like one of the greatest videos of all time uh and and then read like oral histories about that anyway I'm digressing. Billy Idol, when he does the like nominees, it's insane. And then when Jane's Addiction wins, he says Jane's Addiction with Ben Cott wanking. Like he doesn't <laughs> even say the name, and no one even catches on. Like I was like, wait, did he just say Ben Cott wanking? Like he just <laughs> doesn't give a fuck. And I'm like, Billy Idol in that moment was like, he pulls the fucking envelope out. He unzips his pants and pulls the envelope <laughs> out of his pants, which he's had there the whole time. Yeah. He's just fucking like he's just like everything, like snarky Brit, 
fucking yeah. punk rock, but also yeah. like a super superstar who just magically had like a random ass hit in 1991. So, plus you've got like the Moni Moni thing. Like Billy Idol is it's, a huge part of like of America, America, not America, global music, like popular mm-hmm. music, especially 80s and 90s. Yeah. That I feel like has kind of been forgotten. Like he's, and, and I think he's overlooked a lot. I, he's definitely overlooked. And I think there's like, he's ripe for some sort of weird comeback. Like there's, mm. he deserves, I, I feel like he pops up once in a while too now, but he deserves that album. He deserves that Rick Rubin treatment. Like mm. I dug up the old guy and I'm going <laughs> to do like a super cool synth rock record like that, mm. or like some other cool producer, like, that's doing electronic music or like Mark Ronson who isn't super cool but like people love like I feel like Billy Idol is deserving of like not just being a nostalgia act sure but could still have like a cool kind of swaggery maybe even like a Velvet Elvis vibe Mm. you know like Fat Elvis like Vegasy I don't know what it is sure like the guy's too fucking cool yeah to be to just ride into the sunset doing fucking casinos like there's it's got (laughs) I, am I wrong? No, I think you're right. I think you're spot on. Actually, I even you even remind me like he he had that um th- those little part in uh, in uh, the wedding singer movie with with um uh, Adam Adam Sandler. Sandler. Yeah, he's in the that Doors was like the mid, too. That was like mid to late nineties, I think. Yeah, he's in the Doors. He's because he did like yeah. L.A. Woman, but yeah. he also plays a bit part in it. But he he like crashed his motorcycle, so he's got to like hobble around. Like he was like he had a broken leg for like three years i feel yeah. like he was always like I, I don't know like i i feel like his music is and i don't know if like um sort of diverse is the right word but i am surprised about the 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 multitude of like hits that he's had and they're and the, and the sort of like you're not like some of those you're like I, you don't expect that to be a billy idol song right right like he's singing and then you're like oh that's billy idol singing that song well when you go back to like his old old history like he was in like a legit punk band yeah like generation x was punk and then he like transitioned into cool kind of pop pop but like rock. synth pop rock yeah. but he did it with like his like ton, but he kept his he kept his image bravado though. yeah like yeah. and and he was like he was always like it was kind of like brit brit he had like prince vibes like mm. it was it was pretty it, it, you know now looking back like you could never get away with the misogyny that like billy idol or prince did in their videos Probably. but but yeah. it but it like yeah. it lended itself to like a cool personality. Like it didn't. He didn't ever. He he did kind of sappy songs in a way, but they didn't. He didn't bitch out to to right. do it. Do yeah, know I, mean? I know what you mean. I think I know what you mean. I think I understand. You're right. Yeah, it's um, it's. Uh, I always had like David Bowie vibes, but that was that was early that, on. Like when but I there's didn't really that, know. But there's that too. I like they were. I think you're right. Like in the in the eighties, like Bill. David Bowie, not knowing the like the genius that he was, but like right. for me, he was just like he was exactly a fucking peer to Billy Idol. They were making yeah. the same kind of videos. Yeah, they kind of sang a little bit alike. Yeah, right. Like they I did think the so. horror, you know, like that yeah. kind of like yeah. But Billy Idol, like I don't know, man. I just feel like I've been underappreciating him a little bit. Sure. And yeah. uh, and I think to your point, the acting, like maybe he just needs to be in like a cool like. HBO show like he could be like a cowboy or something I don't fucking know like there's <laughs> there's gotta be t- like he I mean he's doing all right like he's on tour I looked it up like he's you know he's touring sure he's playing Boise in a couple months you know like all right yeah I mean like I don't want to go see him in Saratoga at a winery like that just seems <laughs> sad 
You know, it seems sad. He yeah. deserves better. And I bet you when he plays, like, then he goes to, like, Vienna, Frankfurt, like, when he plays, I think he probably, similar to when we talked about Millie Vanilli, like, these other countries, they like, the UK's got a ton of UK dates, and I'm guessing he's playing arenas. Yeah, he's playing, like, Wembley. Like, he gets, he gets the star treatment when he goes back to the UK, so maybe that's all he cares about. But yeah, I just, maybe. Yeah, maybe he just doesn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. I think he might have a serious radio show. Maybe he's like... I a, could see that. I don't know, man. This guy deserves better. Like, I, I, there's just... I feel like there's a, there's a third act for Billy Idol. And somebody needs to, like... That has more power than me. Needs to find out the right place for that. Because I think it... And I bet you he's like... Like, fucking Iggy Pop. Like, that guy sucks. And everybody's so yoked about him. Look at him. He's got his shirt off. Like, Billy Idol is way cooler than fucking Iggy yeah. Pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iggy and he, had, he had a little resurgence there, didn't he, for a little bit, Iggy? Yeah, everyone fucking geeks out. Like, they love right. him. Like, because he's, cause he's, like, considered this, like, velvet underground bro. Right. And, like, but he's just, Billy Idol's way cooler. Yeah, way cooler. Like, way cooler. They, like, cooler guy. Just a cooler guy, cooler songs. The dude's almost 70 now, too. Billy Idol? Yeah. Yeah, I bet you he still looks good with his shirt off, though. I feel yeah. like he's the kind of guy that kept the ball. Yeah, he's, he's got that kind of scrawny, skinny, but like ch- muscular kind of a dude looking dude. You know, I'm yeah. sure he's still got the bleach blonde hair spiked up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And the snarl. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's not doing bad. Like, Billy, no, he's Idol, doing fine. Billy Idol's doing fine. Maybe he doesn't need us, you know? Maybe. Maybe. But someone will come back around, like you said, uh, put him in a movie or a show or something. And, you know, um, he deserves to be in something. I feel like maybe, he'd be yeah. cool. He be, will. He'll come back around. Okay. Or, yeah. or we do a biopic. Billy's or, not done and we're not done with Billy. Okay, great. Yeah. That's it. I just was like, it's time to be, it's time to be talking about Billy Idol. Like it's yeah. time to, it's time we're talking about Billy Idol. Let's it, do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll break down his whole catalog next week. <laughs> no one will tune in. No one wants it. People want us to miss that week. They're like, you, you guys are, that's cool if you miss that week. You just do that to yourself. Just call each other and do it. Yeah. Right. We, no we'll one record did. it, but we yeah. won't post it. Yeah, exactly. On the, uh, exactly. It'll, be like a, it'll be like one of those like hidden archive shows that will, like 20 years from now, we'll release. Yeah. And no yeah. one will still care. Well, maybe. Yeah, a few people. Like, I feel like our archives. Mike are, and RJ, Mike our too. archives are <laughs> cool cuts. <laughs> our archives are going to be worthwhile somewhere, someday, <laughs> somewhere. That's why we do it. Yeah, um, and like in like Japan in like fifty years. Yeah, they're going to be like we dug up this old shit. Yeah, some some public radio station is going to play them. <laughs> they'll dig it. They'll they'll pull it. It'll be like the Sugar Man. Do you remember that? There was that yeah. movie about that guy, the Sugar Man. Yeah, whatever. yeah. And he was like only popular in like the I don't think I saw that, but... Um, well, that'll be us. We'll be like, we'll catch on okay. in, in the Philippines. Man. Yeah. yeah. We're the sugar. We're, sugar. we're Bob Sugarman. <laughs> Chris, can we stay with music, actually? Of course, let's do it. Great, because I watched uh, a really great documentary um, on Miles Davis. Never heard of him. Okay. Yeah, he, you, he might come back around, too, actually. He might get his due. <laughs> 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 It's it's I, I believe it's a, it's originally it's a PBS documentary. I think it's called Kind of Blue, of course. Um, Was not there original there? But okay. um, I don't want to stop you. But I have a I have a question related to the documentary. So oh great, going. yeah, go ahead, shoot. 
Oh, is there any is there any Betty Davis in this in this documentary? Yeah, there's a little bit. They spent a little bit of time because he, he, they were married. Yeah, uh, and she heavily influenced his like sort of late seventies into the eighties kind of career. Yeah, she's the shit, and she's also she also. Uh, I didn't know she was Betty Davis because of Miles Davis. I didn't realize until I watched the and then I and then because you know that's her last name is from Miles Davis. That's not her. Right, her, 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 her maiden last name is something else. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which she, I thought was. She's she's so cool, and she was uh, she actually mm-hmm. lived out in, here in Pittsburgh when she died. So like she's oh. kind of a little bit of a legend out here. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm super super infatuated with her. I don't know shit about Miles Davis though. So continue. Oh, okay. So uh, actually, I, I think there's a Betty Davis documentary on Netflix. Really? Wow. Yeah, I think I, I've been wanting to watch, and I haven't watched it yet. Either. There we go. Right to the but, source. Um. So anyway, Miles Davis. I don't really want to talk about the whole documentary, or whatever. Although no one it, wants you to. I, I like Miles Davis. I, I always I, I've enjoyed his his sort of early like bebop jazz kind of stuff. Um, I did get into kind of blue, um, Jesus, uh, this is... all that kind of stuff. It was great. What about what about uh, Jerry Curl, Miles Davis? That's the one that I'm kind of. It's great. I in. I so you know that that was so that was one of the things too that I realized when, when I was younger. I I sort of knew who Miles Davis was because of his his 80s and like barely into the 90s kind of persona and look. Yeah, and dude. Uh, and and that was kind of Jerry Curl uh, Miles, and I just thought he was like this kind of this weird, um, kind of funky, jazzy kind of a musician dude. Yeah, you know. And I never knew until until I got to college and I still started getting into jazz that who Miles Davis actually was. Um, I still haven't gotten into jazz, so tell me more. Okay. Anyway, so the point the, it, it's a great mo- it's a great documentary. I think they did a really great job covering his whole entire career. Like he went to France and was like accepted over there and met met a a, a, a white French uh, actress musician woman who they fell in love with and had this torrid affair which was really cool to kind of see and then he came back to the, to the states and was basically just depressed because he was like I'm fucking back in racist fucking America yeah yeah and dealing with all this stuff and uh, so it's it's a really great sort of whole sort of the the his whole life it spans and it's two two and a half hours so it's kind of long but it's worth it the whole thing is well worth it. This is what this is on what channel? It's on PBS, but you can, it's on it's also on Netflix as well, so you can watch it on Netflix. Okay, I found yeah, it. I I watched that Kenny G documentary. <laughs> did you Did you really? Yeah. It's pretty good. Really? Uh, that's where I go. That's where I go for my jazz documentaries. <laughs> this is You're a, more of a Kenny G guy. This is exactly this cool. is exactly us. This is us in a nutshell. Like this is if anyone was like, what is not for nothing? It's the Kenny G and Miles Davis. <laughs> A podcasting, because <laughs> of course, like Kenny G, I was like, that's what right in my alley. Uh, but weirdly, uh, Kenny G was he's always been kind of shitted on, but Miles Davis was a fan. Miles Davis like thought Kenny G had chops. He was like, this guy can really play. Yeah, and that was like huge for like that was what anytime people shitted on Kenny G, he was like, yeah, I don't care. Miles yeah, Davis thinks I'm good, and it's he's he. There's a lot of that sort of in the in the documentary too, where he he just he knows music and he knows jazz and he like he knows what was good and not and how to change it at the times and that's why also because he became that that guy in the 80s and 90s that we kind of knew as kids um, was a total he just completely and, and Betty Davis had a huge influence on that and changing his persona but he knew he had to keep changing it constantly and he would never listen to his old shit and and that's what I'm about. it was always just in the moment for Did him. Did he get into like crack? Yeah, he a lot of things. Yeah. 
uh, huge problem. He 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 did get off it for a lot while, but I think he got back onto it in the eighties and that whole thing and stuff too. So he, I think he struggled with that a lot. Yeah, jazz but, jazz musicians, man. They yeah, they were on, just, the, on the forefront of music and heroin. Yeah, uh, yeah seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the big takeaway that weirded weirded me out. Yeah, is he loved and he he drank like uh scotch and milk fucking gross together it's a it's and it's a it's apparently it's a it, there's a name of the drink i forgot to look at is it, it called vomit yeah basically i mean like no. how do you drink i like i like scotch i'll drink scotch like, on the rocks and stuff and milk you know i love milk chris uh, uh you do i do but i just can't i can't combine the two it sounds disgusting so this is weird because there's also, do you know the, have we talked about the Charles Mingus secret eggnog? Eggnog? We might have. I, we've talked, I think you, I think you've mentioned that too. Yeah. Me. So weirdly, uh, in the same vein, there is this Charles Mingus eggnog recipe. Uh, so I guess jazz musicians is like their booze and milk and eggs. Like I don't fucking like this. I mean this, the, maybe it's just a thing. Maybe we're just. Maybe we're missing. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I don't want to try. Like, are we I don't talking waste scotch. scotch? Are we ca- talking like scotch, like PD, like like that kind of scotch? Yeah, like, Cuddy Stark or something. Oh. I guess they, they, I don't. I don't think they. I don't think they went into like his, his brand necessarily. I know, but like some scotches are like gross, timid. You know, like yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's not it's not like the. Uh, yeah, it's Yo, not the high a, end kind of stuff. It's so like really peaty and all that kind doers, of stuff. Doers, so doers. Yeah, like doers maybe or doers, something. Doers, a, a splash of simple syrup, uh, half and half and milk is an actual drink. It's in Difford's. Like it's, a, it's called a scotch milk punch. Fucking no. Yeah, I, that, I was like, it kind of lost me on that one. I was like, um, no, <laughs> I don't think so. The review is. Maybe cream, he's not as cool cre- as I thought he was. A creamy malty affair. <laughs> Not for nothing, a creamy malty affair. Uh, I'm a pass. I'm gonna pass on that one. But it is a legitimate drink. You're right. It's a it's a legitimate. Mister Boston says so. Woof! Yeah. It looks gross, dude. It looks yeah. It uh like yeah rum velvet. No wait, is that not uh, uh no. yeah? There, I thought there was a couple different names for it too. Or something. I'm saying whiskey more. milk punch is pretty much the standard, and it is like this yeah. one takes blended whiskey, which makes a lot more sense. I guess. I'm, gonna, I'm, you know what? Fuck it. I've got a little bit of bourbon in the house. I've got some simple syrup. I've got some fucking cream and milk. Thanks to my baby. <laughs> this is happening tonight. <laughs> I'm making this goddamn drink. Good luck. I mean, I'm it's not, not going to be scotch. It's going to be like a, a whiskey drink. Actually, yeah. I do have some scotch, but I don't really want to mix it. I think, I think it would work better with bourbon. Isn't that just ultimately become a white Russian though? I guess in a way. What's a white Russian got in it? It's that Kahlua. Brandy? Oh, and, that's different. And vodka, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Russian. Yeah. There we go. Russian. Right. So why isn't this right. called a white Scotsman? Or <laughs> <laughs> a, a muddy Scotsman? A, a, white, a white bagpiper. <laughs> dirty bagpiper? A dirty bagpiper. <laughs> it's not a... Dirty trombone or a rusty trombone. No, it's a, it's a dirty, dirty bagpiper. <laughs> Which is also when you uh, let somebody shit on you while you blow inside their penis. 
<laughs> no, it's, it's when you make them fart when you're... <laughs> you blow it to their ass and then push their stomach so they fart. Oh! Oh! <laughs> A dirty bagpiper! <laughs> Oh man! Extra point if you could get a pitch. Oh boy! Oh man! I don't know how to follow this up. Nope. I I was gonna say we could talk about Colin Kaepernick. That seems unfortunately timed. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, um. I don't. I don't really want to talk about Colin Kaepernick. Okay. Good. Uh. I don't either. I do want to talk about one thing. Mm. It is. Okay. It is rare, and this is a perfect dirty bagpiper follow up. Uh. <laughs> It is rare in your life, and maybe not always rare, but it does happen. You have to wait for it to happen. That a that a, a player you despise, a player who just rubs you the wrong way, and and you're just waiting for the wheels to fall off. It's rare that it actually happens. Uh, and boy, has it happened to Kyle Lowry. Yeah, he fucking he has no business being in the NBA. His stat line last night. Do you want to guess what his stat line was? Yeah, I kind of saw it. I don't remember it. Did he not score any points? Okay. 20, I think 28 minutes played, 35, something like in that range. I don't have the minutes played, but I have the rest of them with stat line memorized. Uh, Zero points, zero assists, one rebound, five fouls. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. At a minus 10. Like he is that, like watching him flop and flail around, Mm -hmm. trying to get. Try it like all he's good at now is like flopping. That's his skill. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's struggling with the hamstring. He's not. He comes up limping when he's like, oh shit, I'm like, he's just useless. Like the heater, yeah. the heater cooked. If that's the answer, if they're like, well, it's either him or fucking Gabe Vincent. Like I don't like that. They rolled yeah, over. Do Gabe Vincent all day long. They I rolled. Mean, I, uh, that's what they should do. They rolled over so fucking hard, and Kyle Lowry is officially rest in peace Kyle Lowry like there's no coming back from this like they he they might try to retread him and like maybe he drops a couple pounds I don't see him as this he's not even like a good point guard anymore he doesn't even dribble like it doesn't work with Jimmy Butler he's killing that team like he's Kyle Lowry is killing that team like it is uh, it's disgraceful man they gotta pay him for two more seasons almost 30 million dollars yeah man he fucking sucks yeah, he sucks he, bad. He, I, I don't. That, that was a that was a huge to me. I, I don't. I don't know why they signed him to that big a contract. But. Philly was like they were like, oh, Philly's gonna get him, and people were getting themselves excited about him. I take James Harden over fucking Kyle Lowry. I don't want either necessarily, but like, I mean, he was thirty four years old, maybe almost thirty five at that point. You know, when he signed sh- that contract, like, why was, are you doing the that? The shots he was taking were bonkers. They it's were incredible. absolutely bonkers. He is truly dog shit. He is truly, truly dog shit. There will not be a Kyle Lowry resurgence <laughs> like Billy Idol. It's, just, it's over. <laughs> it's over. And I watched yeah. it last night. I watched it unfold last night in real time. And I was like, I did not feel sorry for him. Like he, at one point, he fooled all of the announcers with this like snap back. Like, oh, I got elbowed by Jason Tatum. And they were like, oh, Tatum got away with an elbow. And then I they, wa- they yeah. watched it again. Mm-hmm. And, and fucking Van Gundy was like, we got to stop this shit. 
Yeah. Like, and I agree with him. Like, I, I, 100%. If, he, if he's out there just to flop, mm-hmm. like, what the? F- this is the fucking conference finals. It was the other one too that he just he had the ball at the top of the key and and Jalen Brown was on him and Jalen also fell the Jaylen fuck Brown down was behind him right yeah. and, and Calero just kept shifting his butt yeah. into him yeah and basically knocked Jalen Green or Jalen Brown over yeah but they called a foul and it's like can you just like stop doing with the dirty tricks yeah. you don't have to this is all you've got anymore if that's all he's got if it was that and like he could throw dimes but he's right. like his stat line proved it he could he didn't throw a fucking not one assist. Not one assist, and you're bringing the ball up the court in 30 fucking minutes yeah. at home? Dude, you were an all-star two years ago. Yeah. And then fucking, I'm sorry. Like, I, I just, it's. It, I mean, he played 33 minutes a game this year, averaged. He hasn't played more than, I mean, he got 65 was his highest in, in four years ago. And he hasn't gotten a higher than that since. He played 63 this year. It's like he's, he's playing too much minutes. Although you have to justify what you're paying for him too, though. But it's, yeah, it's not, he's not. Yo, I think Spo is fucking great. And I did, like last night, I, Butler might be off. Bam, I know is just, Bam's just Butler's not hot. Good. Butler's hurt, or is a sore knee, I guess, yeah. whatever, however that's affecting him. I just don't believe in Bam at all. So that's just, that's my he's not, I mean, he's not, he's, he's. He's a good player, but I think there's I, at times they're they're either trying to go through him to run the offense through him too much or do too much with him, and and I think he's that guy where he's like if he's your third best player, you're in really good position, and he's a really great player. If he's your first or second option, you're you're kind of and that, that's Miami in in general because they really don't have anybody else except for Butler, who can consistently you know sort of you know create and score and 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 do what you need to win. I mean that's always been the problem is offense I think too, but. I um, I mean I don't like there's just no there isn't a world where the I mean the, the fact heat, that the Heat wins game the I mean which you know what the weirdest stat that I saw and everyone keeps pointing that like you know they they've the the the, the quarters you know they've they've only won like two right yeah yeah outscored two of the first what four two quarters in the first three games or whatever but the weirdest stat to me was um uh Miami starting five scored eighteen points in game four and yet they won that game by twenty points. Well, like, that's insane. Yeah, I don't. I mean, like, that's, that's, I don't. Do they just got? I do they just get lucky, or Boston just sort of choked that game? I guess in a way, like it's, well, it's that, such a weird was that series. The, was that? I mean, it's it's the. I can't tell if it's the refs that are making this series suck. But last night it was like I don't think so. They went into half like thirty-five to forty or something, and I was like, uh, this is just terrible. Like it's like it's it's actually. I, mean, I can't think of anything that the refs are like egregiously calling. Do you want to know how the fucking? I mean, if 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 the Heat are living by the three point or dying by the three point, seven out of forty five ain't gonna cut it. No, no. And if and Ty, I don't, and Tyler Hero's not that point shooting not, team, not that much of a difference maker. Like I just don't believe Tyler Hero's that much of a difference maker. No, I, mean, I don't think he's too inconsistent too. I'm he's embarrassed. Too, you know? I'm embarrassed that the Sixers lost to this team. Now, in everyone's defense, they're playing too many fucking games with one day break. Like I feel bad for like. Tatum looks injured. Everyone just looks shook. Like, her, you know, I, I don't mind that. I'm actually glad they're doing that. Really? Yeah, because like they, it seems like much. they get two or three days off in between years past. And that was too um, much. And, the, and like, even the first round, it felt like the, the, the Celtics Nets game was like, there was two or three days in between a couple of games. I was like, can you shorten this down a little bit? Maybe as, maybe as the series or as the, as the series go on, as you get deeper in the playoffs, you should, you should op- widen that out. Maybe as you start, you should just have sort of every other day games or something. Maybe 
Yeah. Um, that makes more sense to me then where you space it out a little bit more, but yeah, yeah. Like I, I like, why do you need two days off in between games? I think it would be, I mean, yeah, I guess Cel- it behooves the, Celt- the players so they can rest a little bit right. more. But- I just feel like for the Celtics who have played like two, seven game series. Well, that's their own problem. Well, I guess you're right. Okay, fine. Yeah. Fuck it. I, I can, yeah. my mind can be changed. Like they, uh, they get days off. They take days off games off the whole season, you know, like, uh, like you, everyone, you know, now they want more, even more rest. I don't know, man. Just play the games. Damn, dude. And this is part of the. This is part of sports too. Like every every year, there's always like, well, a team like didn't have their full roster, so that's what you know they didn't win the championship, or that's that's the only reason that like the Lakers won a couple years ago because everyone else was injured. And it's like, well, that's just that's sports, man. Yeah, that's what happens. Also, you get 15 players, right? Isn't there a roster of 15? Yeah, yeah. Adonis yeah. Adonis Haslam looks like not great. What's going on with his hair? It's crazy. He's that? old, man. He's like seventy-eight years old. Yeah, but he's got like he's missing giant patches of hair. He's like he's got the Bill Russell hair. It's crazy. <laughs> like he's just like he looks nuts. Yeah, and they should put him in just because he looks so crazy. I want to see what's up. <laughs> see if he can actually move. Yeah, I mean it's it's bonkers. Uh, moving to the to the Mavs uh, Golden State series, I was thoroughly entertained by the last game. I loved the way that they uh, hunted Steph Curry. I thought that was a fun uh, way to play the game. Like I like I like these role players for the Mavs. They're not going to win this series. No. Uh, but I now I'm like fuck. Boston's going to win this thing. Like I, who I, I see I see lots of holes in the in 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 Golden State's armor now. I just don't think the Mavs are the team. But yeah. I'm I'm wondering, like I don't know, man. I'd like could Ime win a championship his first year as a head coach? I could. Uh, listen, man, they play great defense. Their offense is. I, I mean, they've they've got so many weapons. They're deep again, yeah. and I yeah. think that was a smart thing that they did was they traded for Derek White. Yeah. Um, you know, sort of sort of Pritchard can come out and fucking shoot daggers Pritchard, up Yeah, your ass. Pritchard. They could. I mean, uh, I'm just Pritchard saying, probably he, doesn't fit. This. He, he's the, he's kind of the odd deck in this. But in he this can team. have a moment. Like he's not. Like the thing is, like he he could have a moment. He'd have seven truth. Pritchards. They yeah. got fucking Struess, fucking Robinson, yeah, Hero. Right. None of those dudes can play defense and can right. shoot. Just right. one guy is fine. Dallas is a lot of Pritchards too. I feel like. Yeah, Dallas has a doubt. Also, I don't understand Brunson's game necessarily. Like he's a guard that only like box like that only like posts up like I, 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 I you know what that that shocks me too and you know for watching a series you now a few series now with him like he wants to go left drive to the hole and then he's gonna stop and he's gonna fake you out and he's gonna go up and under you yeah and it's like how can you not defend that any better that's the Jeremy everyone just bites a, everyone that, always bites that's a, this dude jeremy rubel i used to play with that's his game he's like yeah. up and under game it's which is like a, a, a rec a, league move but like yeah. why are people yep. falling for it He's such a rec league guy. I did love, man. When they caught on fire, like Bullock was dropping threes. Like it just looked, it was it, like the whole thing felt good. Like it was just a swag. They live or die. They live or die by the three as well. And the, you can't win three against the against the Heat. Not I mean, against, I mean, sorry, Golden State, like yeah. that way. No, I I think Golden State, Boston, like give me that series. Like I, I'm I'm excited for that finals. Mm-hmm. And I think like I kind of just want to watch good basketball, and I think we'll get it. Like I'm over my Boston hate for this series. Like I just want to see like. They're a really entertaining team. Yeah. And, and a really think, good team. And I think both teams could be fun, like, in a finals. Like, mm-hmm. I think... And so, like, it, I'm... Also, I'm, also, I'll go back to... And I don't know if you're basing this off of the Game 4 with the, when they lost, the Warriors, but they coasted am, yeah. Game 4. Yeah. Like, their starters, I think, on almost on average, placed... I looked it up. They were at least 10 minutes less than every other game they've played that series so far. Yeah, they... And, and Damian Lee and Kuminga haven't played... Oh, and uh, 
uh, Belika haven't played at all, and they were they got almost like fifteen to twenty minutes each. Yo, I thought that was Andrew Bogut for a minute. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are we looking at? I was I texted him. texting with my buddy John because he was like, we we were watching the comeback together because he put some money on the on the Warriors. I was like, shit, they might actually do this when I got down to eight. I was like, I think Monte Ellis is playing. <laughs> That'd be incredible if they were just on the bench. Yeah, they might be. <laughs> Fucking Bogut, Monte, they're just like, what? Yeah, we've been here. Or Monte. Yeah. Like, we've, we've, we've always been here. Like, yeah, the Warriors rested that game. I mean, they were resting, basically. They, they just threw in the towel before they, they even started They should have kept resting their players, though. They, I hate when coaches take out the hot players for their starters yeah. to, preserve, to, to then win the game with like right. eight points left. Like, Luca was already in the game. So they were still winning against the Mavs yeah. starters that had checked back in. Just let the Hawkeyes play yeah. and see what fucking happens and have like an awesome story. But like Kerr was like, brings an ice cold Steph and fucking Clay can go fuck himself. Clay's cooked too, as far as I'm concerned. That guy is like, he's not right. He doesn't, he's, he's, it's not happening for him. Like I, did, I don't, he thinks it is, but I don't think it is. Like I'm, I'm not. I'm out he's on been Clay. streaky. I, I, I think another year removed, I think with all of his injuries and stuff, I, I think he's, you know, he, I mean, he, he, hasn't he might not be hundred percent days or whatever. I get it. But like, I, he also might not be here. Yeah, he probably won't ever. You're right. He probably won't, won't ever be hundred percent again. And, and sort of that peak clay, but he's still a good, I mean, he's like, you could tell, like he can't quite guard people anymore. Like he, you know, he used to be a great defensive player. Yeah. He can't get, uh, front. I don't think he's that guy anymore either now, but yeah. he's still like, I think he's still very good and very effective. It'll be fun to watch like Draymond and Al battle it out. Like there's just like some cool, weird storylines. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it. Also, I have this crazy weird bet that I did. I'll tell you about. It's not that weird, oh, but I thought it was kind it. of telling. I love so it. So I uh I got in my head that so th- apparently there hasn't been a team to three peat in the NHL since like two thousand two or something like that. Ooh. And I was like, the lightning, they're they're yeah. a team that, that could three peat. Like there's there's a chance for them. So I was like, I'm looking for a way to like bet them. And then I, it's been in my head like all playoffs. And I was like, fuck it. Why haven't I not done this? And I go to do it. And they've already swept the Panthers. Yeah. I'm like a little late to the game. <laughs> so I'm like, well, how do I make this worthwhile? And I'm like, well, what's Golden State if I parlay those two? So I parlay Tampa Bay with Golden State. And the odds are plus 666. And I was like, the devil Yeesh. is telling me to do this. So I played with the devil. I placed the devil's bet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. I, like it. I did that. So, uh, and I've got all, I naturally I've got a thousand futures out there. Um, I don't really love anything that I'm seeing. Like it's, it's, this is a hard playoff to, to bet, but not to just do a terrible segue, but I'm going to do it. And I, now that I've said the word segue, there's no longer segue. <laughs> the WNBA, I don't know if you've been checking in on the WNBA at all. I have been. I've been watching a little bit here and there when I can. Um, I've, this I've, past I've, week I've been busy, so I haven't I've, lately. I've watched a little bit. Um, I, Bill Beer comes out and says, I'm no longer going to coach basketball, and literally no one cares. And yeah. suddenly, like, the Aces can't lose. Yeah. So this feels like the Aces season. Like, I've just, I got to believe they're just going to win it all. Like, mm-hmm. at this point, I think you're right. I think they have the right coach. Like maybe Lane Beer was the missing piece, mm-hmm. uh, or getting rid of him. Right. So I, I the Aces also the Mystic are very strong too, which uh, we sort of talked about as well. Right. So that's the other that's the other thing I wanted to talk about. Mystics are plus one thousand to win it all. 
mm-hmm. like still not getting respect, and they're six and two. I yeah. Think. So if you're looking for value and you're still late to the WNBA futures game, you can jump on that so hard right now. Don't hit the aces, even though they're probably going to win. If you're looking for value, Sky are still plus six hundred. Mystics are plus one thousand. That's where I would try to find some. Like I still think I love the Sky. Still, mm-hmm. I still think they could do it. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's going to be, uh, you know, a, a, a final, a curtain call season. Um, but I, the Mystics at plus one thousand. Let's just do this. Yeah, there's let's do it. There's value there. Huge value there. So that's Incredible. my that's my WNBA uh, check in take. I feel like we don't check in with the WNBA enough. So sure. I thought, yeah. I thought I would yeah. just do it and not yeah. not at the back of the show. Sure. If you have any other thoughts, please feel free to to uh, I'll, I'll entertain them. Uh, yeah, no, nothing right now. Um, I mean, it's so early in the season and, and the players are kind of coming and going. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of transactions and movements, you know, with players coming like the European season is just finishing or just finished. Yeah. Um, or at some places at least. So, you know, there's still players to just kind of come back and, and get orientated and, and get up to speed with their teams and stuff too. So it's, it's a crazy, um, um, it's kind of a crazy time right now to sort of get a handle on anything in the league besides I think what you just talked about with the aces and, and the mystic. Um, I'm loving, however, though, like Atlanta and Dallas have really kind of shown out strong. Yeah. It's weird. Like the links are looking like dog shit. Yeah. There's but co- so, but they, but there, there's still that question mark. Cause I, and yeah. I, we mentioned that in the, in the preview is that they still have a lot of injuries and, and, and players out and, and overseas and whatnot. So there's like, again, what we, what, what we talked about was, they're they're watch them for the second half of yeah. the season. Yep. Um, to see if they can make that run. But they 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 are kind of digging themselves in a hole a little bit here. A little bit, but I think it it's you know it's the WNBA. Uh, uh, and also the uh, Ryan Howard, the the first pick with with Atlanta, is just like killing it and and above people's expectations. I even though she was the number one overall pick and and, and the consensus number one pick, it seems like people weren't really thinking she was going to be this good. I she's incredible. I haven't, I haven't watched her play. I'm good. I, I haven't either. Um, I've just seen sort of like highlights and snips and and her sort of stat lines and stuff. But um, really, like she's, I think, a lot better than anybody even could have kind of foresaw, which is really strange to to, to me to, to, to you know, I, I'm, we're amateurs at this. Right. And the experts were really kind of sleeping on her, I think, to some degree. And she's uh, incredible. And she's, I think she's a franchise changing type of player, which you don't see every year in any sport in the league. I'm a yeah. I'm gonna check her out. I've 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 I'm just waiting for the the NBA season to sort of end, and then I'm just gonna like ease my way into WNBA, which like is I know it's gonna sound sort of cliche, but my wife likes watching co- women's basketball better than men's basketball. Um, mm-hmm. She just finds the men's game uh, clunky and slow and floppy, and uh, and mm-hmm. she hates the announcers. So it is. Yeah, they are. Yeah. She's they a, just hunt, they hunt fouls and they, yeah. they it's gone the way of sort of like soccer, you know. She also likes a dri- dribbling, <laughs> and no one in the NBA can dribble anymore. Yeah, uh, it's weird. Like you watch somebody, like you watch a, a. This is again just sort of generalizing, but I was watching WNBA recently, and I was really enjoying how like the guard play. Like they'll do some inside out shit, like dribble dribble in, see if there's a play inside or pick and roll. And then they'll dribble back out and be like, "All right, let's do, let's let's reset this and find the find the right play for the best bucket." And I I don't know why that is, but it to me, I, I maybe I'm just setting myself up for years of youth basketball where I will appreciate that. But I I I find it like much better, and and so that'll be me. 
This is boring. Sorry, WNBA. Um, <laughs> Chris, uh, I only had one one more thing to talk about. We have lots of time to kill, and it's not yeah. even it's not even good. So, like, give me something. All right. So I, I want to go back to the the because we didn't talk about this, and I and I, I thought you would even bring it up too. With that, the the Warriors Mavs series with uh, Andrew Wiggins, yeah, and that posterizing Donchins, dude, was incredible. This is when. Uh, and this is back this to is our what, whole problem with fouls like this. Bullshit. I know, but when flopping sold it, when flopping fails, yeah, fl- I like it doesn't matter. Like I mean, he flopped. Don't get me wrong, he flopped, but he looked like a bitch doing it. Mm-hmm. And the poster, the dunk itself doesn't matter. Like that's all the the tail is the tail, and he just got ri- like he got rung up. Like he yeah. got rung the fuck up. Like he made a huge mistake, yeah. and then he tried to like sell it as a foul. Like, yeah. he got smacked in the face. I know. And I'm so glad they went back and checked it and looked at it. Because it, w- it was just so odd, clear. Not like, how do, you call, how do you call a charge on that or an offensive foul on that? It's just dumb. It's just stupid. So dumb. It does show that how smart Luca is. You know, mm-hmm. like, he's, he's an incredibly smart basketball player. I, I, like, he I'm, really seems to, he also really seems to, like, he gets, a, I, I feel like at least watching him, he, he gets the refs to call a lot of fouls because he, he sort of goes over to them. And whether he complains or whatever, he, he's talking to them. He seems to draw a late whistle from them a lot. I didn't notice. And I don't I know how the, that's possible. The late whistle. I do notice that because he is so pale, he ends up with a lot of scrapes and scratches yeah, on his body. Yeah, red marks. Like he does. Stuff. Yeah, he yeah. does get fucked with a lot. Also, he starts slapping his own arm though, and he's. I mean, he's trying to tell the rest he's got. He got smacked on that though. So a lot of that is self-inflicted. Oh I feel Jesus! Like, too. Wow, he's a cutter. Yeah. <laughs> Think so. Luca's a cutter. No, he's not a cutter. He's a slapper. He's a slapper. <laughs> it's a gateway. It's a gateway. <laughs> it is. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> but Chris, I, here's all right. Here's my question though. Off with all this, because yeah. Wiggins has been playing incredible. Yeah. Uh, and and much improved. Um, and I think like a month or so ago, I think I I think I I think we talked about this. I I posted this question to you. I don't know if it was on the show or not. But I I said uh, a while back that if trading Tobias Harris. Like Wiggins' salary sort of matches up almost perfectly. Yeah. Now, kind of seeing Wiggins now playing the series and knowing what you know now, would you rethink this Wiggins for Tobias Harris trade? No, I mean I've never I like I the Sixers because Tobias Harris is like Tobias Harris is meaningless to me. I like he'll go play somewhere and be good. I hope I don't like I I I. I'm so bored of Tobias Harris. I don't know why he doesn't. He's a, he's a boring guy. I don't know why. I just can't get. He's not his... flashy. He's not. He's not sexy. I would rather just have like a good. I take fucking Duncan Robinson at this point. Like I would just Yeesh. like to have like a. I know that's not legitimate, but like he's not a great defender. Actually, he's yeah. he, he stands around a lot. Yeah, he's not. So a, why not pay Duncan Robinson to do that on the three point line? That's actually. what I'm saying. Yeah, like, you kind of just told me actually. Yeah, I just I'm like Duncan Robinson is gonna leave the the Heat. Let Tobias go wherever fucking Minnesota, well, that's a bad where, where, too. wherever he feels safe. Um, and like just get like a pure shooter. Let's get rid of this Danny Green farce. Like and then find yeah, he's like done. like just so Danny's gone. Duncan comes in. Tobias is gone. We freed up some money. And then maybe there's like another piece that we can like get, bring in, like maybe like a legitimate backup center. Fact of the matter is, yeah, I'd take that fucking trade a million now, times over. Yeah. yeah. Well, because a month ago we talked and we were both like poo pooing it, actually. Yeah, I know. Because I didn't believe in Wiggins. I don't he, either. And he was kind of like, he did that whole first half thing. Like, I, 
you know, and his stats and his stats aren't any different from his, the rest of his career necessarily with the with the Warriors. He's just playing more. I think more consistently and and. And his defense, I think, is greatly improved. Well, the, there's a pre, the pressure's off a little bit, but yeah, sure. I think the defense and like going to Philly, like, I, don't know, like if, I don't know. I don't know if that holds too. He looks though, like right? he's in he's great playing shape. In his system. Yeah, he looks like he's in great shape. The Sixers just need shooting, and they yeah. don't have it. And until right. they have that, a player like Wiggins is, or Tobias for that matter, isn't going to excel. Like you yeah. just have to have better shooting, and yeah. that's, and they and they don't have it. Like they just don't have that fucking player. Maxi's trying. And like, and and it, definitely, there's something unlocked there with like Harden being like a true, like disher, like somebody who can like distribute the ball. Mm-hmm. And I don't even need Harden to shoot. Like I like really don't, or I just need a player like Harden that can like distribute. Like Eric Snow, let's get him out there. You know? <laughs> and if, if Danny Green's just going to shoot corner threes and suck at fucking at at, uh, at defense, let's have Duncan Robinson who can shoot all over the three point line and suck at defense. You know, like. I'm like mm-hmm. longing for the days of JJ Reddick. Like this is like yeah. how bad it is. Yeah. Uh anyway, like yeah, I take that trade. I'm I the, Andrew Wiggins I'm still waiting for the other shoe to fall. Like I'm not like there was a, there, every there's lots of players that have great first half of seasons. And like I th- always thought Middleton was kind of that guy, but now it seems like Middleton's actually maybe a pretty good player and I just need to get over myself on that one. Yeah, but like, yeah. but like, I wish the Sixers could find a Middleton, you know, like in the draft, like, like some. Sure, it can't sure. be that hard to find a guy. Like, there's so many players that come into the NBA that maybe like play three seasons with a team and don't flourish the way they should. That still have Middleton ability, and I feel like they're out there. There's like three and D guys or good like wings that I don't know. They can they can fill the Tobias Harris void without getting paid twenty five million a season. Uh, yeah, I, I, but but I guess it's not that easy, right? I mean, it's not. It, I listen. I'm no I'm no Daryl Morey. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sort of isn't sort of Tobias Harris kind of? Uh, he's not too far off of Middleton, right? Yeah, but he can't hit shots. He can't hit. He definitely doesn't. Middleton's clutch. That's the thing that I yeah. think is well, like missing. Well, I mean, that one. And I always go back to that one season with the Clippers. And I don't know. I guess that was an aberration, maybe. Um, the Clippers are was, like. The Clippers are the proving ground for aberrations. Like, it's like. People are always like, oh my God, let me go. Do we want Lou Williams? It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> do we want Jamal Crawford? No, you don't. Like, they, they just. Do we want Reggie Jackson? No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you want Paul George? Exactly. <laughs> they all kind of that just happens there for some reason. I don't know. The pressure's off. No one's at the games. Billy Crystal's nice. I don't know. Like, but it's like, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get all it. Right. All right. Uh, all right. What else you got? Um. Oh, the other. I just want to bring this up because we were talking about Kyle Lowry and the other guy uh, who is who is sort of in the same vein. Who we're back off of now, I believe, is Chris Paul. Is the first player ever to blow five two nothing leads in a best of seven series in the NBA playoffs? Yeah, but you got to get to five two to one. Like, the, like that's still impressive. Like, there's a lot of players that never get that to that place. You know, yeah, but like winning the first two games of the series and then losing the series. I've never liked Chris. Like, Paul. that's impressive, but I'm not, not in a good I, way. Like, never, I, I, I don't find I don't you're, see the you're, light. You're, you're barking up the wrong tree. I've always hated that fucking guy. I think I he's kind of a bitch. And here's, I think he's cooked here's, and done now too. Here's a weird take. I think he went after that fucking child in Dallas like way hard. Like, like the one that like touched his family, and he was like, 
Watch you wouldn't your... go after your family? This motherfucker was still like all over you and wouldn't leave your family alone and stuff? I, th- I didn't understand what he did. I just thought like the kid was leaving. Nobody does because the, the story never really got out. The like, kid was leaving like, with his mom. It sounds like the kid was just being a prick. Yeah. And it was like trying to hug, you know. But I think he was doing it in a weird way. Like, why are you trying to hug them? Because he was, he was, a, yeah, he he's was, a fucking, he's a front row, he a Dallas he's a front row Dallas fucking privileged white piece of shit. And he shouldn't put hands on anyone, let alone a fucking right. player's family. Don't get like, me wrong. Do it once, it's don't, fine. Don't do it. But like, and his mom should have known better, but he was leaving. That was a wrap. And then Chris Paul's like, I'm gonna come get you. Like I'm just like I'm like what the fucking fuck. Like I, I you will just... side with I will side with players all the time now on this kind of bullshit because fans could do and say whatever they want and players can't and that's a fucking bullshit double standard. All right, good. I'll take like, it. I don't, like, I don't love yeah. this kid. I just felt like he's a child. At the end of the day, like he was showing all of a sudden he was like scared and he was like, oh, I'm a well, child. Of course he I'm was dumb. because he's fine. He was he was all you know big putting his chest out there and like doing, saying stuff and doing things and stuff. But then also when someone comes for you, Oh, now he's a child. Like now he's supposed to like, like, I, I don't mean putting hands on him or, or like roughing him up or anything or punching kids and stuff like that because oh, I think age difference, punch, size difference. I think you should punch kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all but the for fact it. That you can, I like, I support like get in their face, make them, make them realize and learn. Okay. That there is consequences here. Okay. Like you can't just do what you want and, and skate away and, and under the under the guise of like oh I'm just a child I don't know what to do you know if they they're not and he's not a child he's not ten years old I feel like, like he was a teenager it's or just late very, teenager it's just very public and like really like right I felt kind of scared let's make more for, things public because I think that's and they get it on video and maybe that's he should be in the next maybe learned. he should be in the next uh, like insurance commercial that kid <laughs> and Chris Paul could <laughs> fuck him up <laughs> that would be great. It could be Cliff Paul instead of Chris Paul. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I told out. you I was coming for you. It's Cliff Paul. We'll fuck you up. <laughs> Mess with my mom and my brother. My twin brother. Yeah. Logan Paul can be there. <laughs> God, I know. I don't want to ever see anything with him ever again. I want to see Logan Paul and Cliff Paul get in a fight. I want to see that on pay-per-view. Logan Paul versus Chris Paul. I want Logan Paul to actually... Paul Rand. Be in a real fucking match. Well, that one I wouldn't mind seeing. He can beat Paul Rand's ass. Or Rand Paul's ass, whoever's Whatever's name is. I don't know. I can't ever tell them. Paul Ryan, Ryan Paul. I don't know. The no, politician. The same. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chris, one last uh, NBA let's hear note. It. I, I don't know how much we'll talk about this, but the draft happened, or the draft lottery happened. Yes. The Magic have the first overall pick. Chet, baby. For the, This is their... Ooh, hold on now. This is the fourth time now that they've had the first overall pick. Yeah. Only the Cavs have had more. Yeah. History of the draft, and they've had five. The, but the the but the Orlando doesn't blow it. What? No, they've actually had pretty good drafts. They actually. do great. They, they yeah. yeah, they got Shaq, Penny, and fucking Dwight Howard. Like those are. Yeah, well, it was Weber, but they traded. Yeah. Oh yeah. Regardless, but right, I, right. my Chris, can you name the five Cavs first overall picks? Bennett. Okay. Yep. Uh. Kyrie. Yep. LeBron. Yep. Doherty. Yeah. Nice pull. And fuck. We Ooh. were just talking about him. You and I done this show? Mm-hmm. Five minutes ago. Wiggins. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. I got I got four, except for I, Doherty I had to look up. I forgot about Doherty. Man, I feel good about myself right now. That's good. That felt good. That felt like a good like a fun exercise where I didn't use the internet and now mm-hmm. 
I feel Use like your brain. I have a little bit of an, uh, like an endorphin internet. rush. I have like a weird, if I feel like lighter. That's nice. Ride the high, baby. I'm going to ride the high. Chris, I have one last thing and then we could go. Uh, Hold on. Okay. Yeah, Just please be, go. Please go. You, please brought go. In Chet, you brought Chet Holmgren in there. So I... Chet, I hope Chet goes two to to Oklahoma City because oh, I think that'll just I, be a perfect. I, I, if it doesn't happen, there's nothing fair in the world. Like he, yeah. I think Jabari Smith goes one. I think that's a safer bet. Like you said, the Magic don't screw up their picks. I think Chet's name, if he goes nickname, if he goes to OKC, should be the Oklahoma City Bomber. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I worry about. <laughs> Is is Chet and Jalen Suggs are, are are really good friends from Minnesota, but they're Jalen but they but they never played together. I know Jalen got him to like like they went got like recruited him for his fucking stupid school, and like they they don't think they ever played together. Well, right? I think that like maybe AAU and stuff. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, and they yeah. played they like Suggs recruited. So that that's the only thing that worries me a little bit. But I, Chet is he's such an OKC player, I think, and and the, and they already got his his twin. They should tr- the- they should trade up. They should just do a trade <laughs> trade up for him. I mean, dude, if Orlando Orlando can't take that, that guy's just dog shit. Like he's he's like you can't risk it. You can't like, risk it. He's like a worse Bamba. Like he's just he's he's like they already have a shitty player. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I mean, I don't know. Like if they're trying to fill up the the shoes of Vucevic with fucking sh- yo I've never been more certain in my life that there is this guy's gonna suck and I'm not and I'm not saying he's gonna be like out of the league like role play Dario he's gonna be Sean Bradley yeah. and Sean Bradley was in the L for fucking 30 years you mm-hmm. know like yeah it's, Andre not, Bargnani he, I mean he, he's a yeah. classic Bargnani who is that yeah yeah they do, yeah exactly Bargnani like perfect wasn't he number one overall he was yeah he was that was a Colangelo pick yeah Exactly. Okay, Chris. Can I have my one last? We have three minutes. This is a dumb thing I looked up the other day. The Kentucky Derby happened. It's over. It was an amazing fucking amazing race. Uh, The long shot won. Uh, Terrible call. Maybe one of the worst Kentucky Derby calls I've ever heard in my entire life. I just I'm I'm embarrassed for those guys that called that. Uh, I I had this weird thought the other night because I've never really bet the Kentucky Derby well. I never win, and I was like, I wondered like what like if I just was like. From now on, I'm going to put $100 on the Kentucky Derby and just bet the position. What's the, what's the position, the starting position of the winner that's won the most in Kentucky Derby history? And by a landslide, it's the fifth position. Oh, I was going to say four. So five is the, 10 is the worst, five is the best. So, okay. And it starts, from, it starts from the rail out, right? Yes. All right. So, five, so five has had the most winners. I think there's been like 10 Kentucky Derby winners. That have won from the five spot. So my now future, I'm not going to fucking bet anything other than the five, $100. If it loses, great. Next year, I'll bet it again. And I figure at some point, those bets will pay off enough so that it's worthwhile. I'm just, that's but are, is that, is that, is it different odds than just, just whatever horse is in the five spot? Like getting like, you know, I, eight I'm not to playing one the like, odds. I'm just going to, I'm just going to be like, it's always the five. Oh, okay. So, so no matter what horse is in the five, it's not, you're not betting. Nope. There's not a, I'm just, there's not a bet to place on the five spot. Nope. It's just whatever horse is in the five spot. I'm going to bet it for All right. So if you have, if you have really long odds or if you have really short odds, who cares? In perpetuity. That will be you. my bet every year. The, the five spot. Yep. So some, some might not be big payoffs, but some might be huge. Depending yeah. On, yeah. Right. And I it, might, okay. it might not hit, but, but odds are that every like five to seven years it will. <laughs> Great. Yeah, Maybe you'll break even. Yeah, I'm. I mean, that's all I want in life. You probably won't, but I just, I just want to break even. 
I just want to be fifty three percent. Fair enough. Fair enough. I All like right. it. I like it. I like your. I like your little take on that. And that's. I think it's a. Um, it's. Um, I don't know if it's a great strategy, but it's a. I. I, I appreciate the strategy. It's a, It's just going to be my thing. Yeah, it's your thing. Right. Exactly. That's all your thing. You know. It'll be like when I'm dead. They'll be like, Papa Chris. He always bet the five spot. <laughs> on the derby. On the derby. Yeah. <laughs> he was drinking his scotch and milk, <laughs> betting on the derby. <laughs> All right, Chris, you have a great week. Listeners, you do the same. Bye.